Hello and welcome back to another exciting week filled with actionable tips and strategies to grow, market and scale your business. Thank you so much for following along and tuning in today. Before we start today's episode, I just want to let you know that our goal here is to provide you with actionable and practical tips to help you at all levels of your business. We want to help you by creating content in the form of interviews, masterclasses, books, events, podcasts, and YouTube videos to help you stay inspired, feel connected, and take your business and knowledge to the next level. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share this with someone who would appreciate our help. If you want to create automations in your business that are headache-free and require little to no effort to manage, and you want to know how my expert today is using automations to close more clients, then you're going to love this interview with Divian Mystery from Headache Free Automations. Divian is a marketing automation strategist who builds done for you solutions for six and seven figure entrepreneurs and leverages automations. He shares how he nurtures and supports his clients using automations, what automations you need to focus on first, how to over deliver your service, and why it's so important to build a quality database plus so much more. There's, this is going to be a really exciting episode. Thank you, Divian, for joining me on Talking With Experts this week. Um, it's fantastic to have you on and talk to a fellow Brit, and I'm excited to talk about automation, sales funnels, and your headache-free business. So thanks for joining me again. Um, let me know who you are, uh, what your expertise is. Let's go from there. Sure. Thanks so much, Chris. I'm really Really excited. I'm always really excited to be on podcasts because um, normally I turn up and I don't have to wear a shirt, but you obviously record the video and now I was like, ah, need to need to put a shirt on for this one. <laughs> but it's all good. I love it. And I'm really grateful because I get to just have conversations with awesome people like yourself and all the awesome people listening to this podcast. So thank you so much for inviting me first. So what do I do? Um, my name is Divya Mishu. I own a company called Headache Free Automations. Um, it was born, actually, the company itself was born last year. I've been doing this kind of stuff for a long time, but the brand was born last year out of knowing that there's a lot of people out there, people who are coaches, experts, mainly coaches and consultants, who absolutely love what they do. They absolutely share, love sharing their expertise and helping people. But where they always get stuck is with the technology. They mm. always get stuck there. And they end up getting to a point where, um, not only are they stuck, but it's absolutely zapping all their energy. And then they get deflated at this journey that they're, they're trying to pursue and things don't work and all that kind of stuff. So it was born back then. And what we've recently done is we've kind of honed our expertise a little bit more. And I've been using funnels for many, many, many years. So basically what I do is we build, we build uh, marketing sales funnels for coaches mm-hmm. and consultants. That's That's the core of what we do. And what that helps, if you don't know what, I, what a funnel is, just in case, um, a funnel is, is, is basically a, um, a campaign, a system to get people to take action. So mm-hmm. instead of landing on a website where there's lots of links and lots of different action that people can take, the number one challenge people have on a website is there's lots of things that they can do. There's the blogs, and there's usually a lot of them. There is the, um, you know, the homepage, and there's the free thing you can download, the paid stuff, and there's all these different pages about me and blah, blah, blah. And that has its place. Don't get me wrong. You, yeah, you need a, If you're going to do anything in business specifically mm-hmm. online, but just generally, 
you definitely need a website. But the other thing that I think all businesses need at the right time is a funnel because yeah. it allows you to take your sales process and streamline it and automate it so you don't physically have to be there. So we help coaches and consultants build marketing funnels. Amazing. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. You need a website, but you also need a sales funnel and and a process of building that know, like, and trust factor. And it's a little bit more, it's easier with a sales funnel. Would you agree? Yeah. So I think it, it depends what you're selling. Uh, is the truth. It depends what you're selling. It can be easier with a sales funnel. Again, like here's the thing, right? Depends what you're selling and depends how you good, good you are putting it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, you, you, let me be real and honest because that I personally believe in integrity and I don't want to yeah. I don't want to pretend that I'm not in this group of people and I won't mention names of groups but there are groups out there where people market in a way where it sounds like they've got no money no experience no audience no products and then all of a sudden they've spent three thousand dollars and done a launch and made half a million and 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 I know categorically, because I know some of the people behind the scenes of them launches, none, most of that is somewhat of an exaggeration of where they're at. Mm. And so let's be real. Um, can marketing funnels massively help your business to grow and leverage your business? 100%. Mm. But only if you're really ready for it. And, and second thing is only if you actually utilize it. I've got a series of emails going out to my list at the minute, just helping them, educate them. And the three things that I covered is kind of the three aspects of the funnel. And I'll very briefly explain it right now is okay. number one is focus. You've got to have, you've got to know who you serve and how you serve them. And then what's the single biggest problem that your product or service that you're selling in that funnel actually solves? If you don't know them three things, Ultimately, it doesn't matter what sales funnels you create, no one's going to come, no one's going to buy it because they're going to look at who you are and what you're doing and be like, I'm not really sure. And even if they click to the sales funnel, if you don't have one single big problem that they solve, then what's going to happen is they're going to go through the sales funnel and be like, I kind of feel like they solve a problem, but yeah. is that really the, the problem I want? I'm not really sure. Is this the person? You know, if you wanted your, if you wanted surgery on your heart, you're not going to call it your GP. Right, you're going to go to a specialist because that person knows exactly what they're doing. It's the same in a funnel. If you can't specialize and show people your expertise, mm-hmm. then a funnel is useful. Now, I'm going to tell you something on the flip side, and this is where everyone makes a mistake: is you see the big players, right? Mm-hmm. In the in the online education world, you see the Russell Brunsons, the Ryan Dices, the Frank Kearns, etc., etc., and you see them offering lots of different things and you see them with lots of different funnels and lots of lots of different products lots of different funnels and Mm -hmm. when you go well why don't i just offer everything because i can and i have the expertise and i want to be really clear i have this problem as well myself Mm -hmm. like i get lost in this as well sometimes and i have in the past um but the thing you've got to put into context is when you see somebody like there's a company I'm about to work with. They've got half a million on their database, half a million people on their database, just did a launch of $2.6 million, right? So for them to start to generalize what they offer, offer more things that are more products that cover more bases, mm-hmm. that's okay. 
because they've got yeah. half a million people engaged in what they do. But if you're the coach with a thousand people on Dapers, hundred people, even if you've got five thousand on your database, you're still not really big enough to be to start diversifying and be more general. Okay. Like, so, you know? so, so, are you saying then that if you have an audience of a thousand people, you shouldn't consider sales funnels? You shouldn't until you you're at, you have a larger audience. So maybe I didn't explain that properly. Great question, by the way. Um, no. So what I'm saying is you should focus. So you have a sales funnel, but be very focused. Mm-hmm. And really, it's not this. And this is another mistake. I'm glad you brought this up. People fret so much over the size of their database. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, it's not ridiculous because I've done it before. I was like, ah, oh, my database is tiny. I can tell you right now, I make more money from 130 people on my database than most people do with thousands of people on the database because I've got the right people there. Mm-hmm. Most of the 130 are my buyers, yeah, and they're that's... not small buyers either, right? They're not people who just spend a 100 quid. So it doesn't matter. The size of your database isn't the most important bit. It's who you're putting in there. Have you got yeah. the right audience for what you're offering? And that's why you've got to know what, who you serve, how you, who you serve, how you serve it, and the single biggest problem that they that is solved from that one product, that one funnel. Because nobody, no, no serious buyer is going to go into a funnel that has 15 different promises and 45 different bonuses and buy. Because they're like, well, I want to solve this problem. If someone's got a load of money, yeah. They want to solve that problem. They're going to pay for that problem to be solved. Yeah. So, fo- so focus. So it, it's all about focus. You just said that many, many times. There, just focus on that one, one problem and that one solution for your your small small group of or your small database. But engage them and nurture them, and they'll they'll stay forever. And don't worry about focus on quality and not quantity. Hundred percent. That's. You know, especially when co- coaches and experts and people are starting out, the biggest problem they have is they think they need to be big. They they need to be deep. They need to be specific, mm. deep, build them deep relationships, get the buyers, and the buyers will keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back. And, keep coming back. and you know, I've I've got I've got people who buy from me, and every time they buy from me, they spend thousands of dollars mm-hmm. and they buy multiple times a year. Yeah. And I offer a service that is not a reoccurring income service. It's like we build it, we'll give it to you. We build it, we'll give it to you. I mean, at some point, I'm going to add that reoccurring in. But yeah. right now, we just build it and give it to you. And they keep coming back because they're the right buyer. Mm-hmm. So you've got to get that right buyer into, and, and you attract the right buyer by showing the world that you know exactly what you're talking about. And that starts with the very first point of contact when they go to your Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram profile and say, what does this person do? I help ABC coaches, consultants, whatever your market is, you know, um, farmers, whatever, to achieve this result. Yeah. That's it. Like you just, and then you go and tell the whole world, tell as many people as you can what you do, and they will start to refer people to who are right for you. That's definitely what I do at the start. But yeah, um, 
Yeah, so that's, that's and focus. A, and again, if you have a, a too large of an audience, you've got too many problems to solve. But if you've got a small audience, then you can really fine tune the pr problem or the the problem you're trying to solve with a small group of people. And I guess you're not getting the headaches either. And maybe that's where um, why you started the the new business, the new brand. Yeah. So 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 even if you have a bigger audience. Um, until you get massive, when I'm talking about massive, I'm talking about half a million, a million, a couple of million people on a database, which most people won't get there because they will earn the amount of money they want to earn before they even get remotely close to that, or they'll never work enough to get there, or they'll start to get there and they'll be like, this is too much hard work. I don't want to be this big mm -hmm. because, you know, if you've got a million people on database, I'm fully expecting you to be doing high seven, probably eight figures at least. And if you're not, you're doing something terribly wrong. With <laughs> terribly wrong. <laughs> like, you should just quit now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just quit. Yeah, what, why, why are you building a database if you're not, you know, giving them you're not helping them that's exactly so exactly. i mean the obviously the exception is if you're a charity and you're not doing it for money then of course like there may be other exceptions but if you're doing it for business and you've built a large audience and you're not monetizing them and yeah here's the thing chris is i see this all the time i i i know people who built large there's a client i used to have and I once did, uh, I used to have a, a, a different business uh, and I used to teach people about property. And in that business, I had 300, 300, about 3,000 people on my database. And I created this campaign where I sold something for $7 and then I had the upsell on the next page and it was like, sorry, £7 and then 500, three, four, 500 quid. I can't remember the exact yeah. amount. Um, and this is a number of years back, probably about eight, eight, nine, seven, eight years ago now. And and I sold something, and I sold that, and and um, probably about five years ago, I had this client, maybe not five, four years ago, had this client who did a very similar funnel, now completely different marketplace, completely different yeah. product, and so there's other variables in there. So that person had twenty thousand on the database. They did the same type of funnel, and they made so they twenty thousand. That's what five six that's like seven times more people than i had something like that mm -hmm. six or seven times um and they made half the amount of money i did and when i say half the amount i'm talking like they made like 1500 pounds of twenty thousand people by 1500 pounds i was like was that even worth the effort like it was what's so, that to have on? such a large network like that so so what what I know you've put in your answers and I'm glad you filled it out. Um, the, how you attract people into your business. You said networking. Um, does, does, I know we're talking, we're on the audience come, bit of the chat here. Um, why? Why is networking the best way to attract people into your business? So best is subjective. But definitely when you're, regardless of what stage you're at, I've found networking to be the best way. Now, 
you've got to consider your personality type. And I could literally, you said this is like 20, 30 minute thing. We could be talking for three days about this. <laughs> so let me try and be brief about it, but insightful. I'm an extrovert. I love talking to people. There's some people out there who are introverts and they don't love talking to people. And that's mm -hmm. okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You've got to find what suits you. However, the quickest possible way to get big results fast is use other people's audiences. There's mm -hmm. a book by Damon John, who's on Shark Tank, which is the American version of Dragon's Den. And it's called um, The Power of Broke. Highly, highly, anybody in business, literally right now, I get no commission for this. Go and buy the book, go on to Audible. In fact, get the Audible version because one of his friends voices it. And it's just amazing. Right? And one of the things that he did is use other people's resources. Well, that mm -hmm. might be money, might be time, it might be people, it might be audience, it might whatever it is. And obviously, if you're a coach, you're an expert. Like, really, the, the biggest thing is you're going to use other people's audiences, right? Yeah. And and so, it. Why does it work? Why is it the best strategy? Because if I'm your friend, even given everything else is equal. And I didn't come up with this. There's another marketer who came up with this saying, I can't remember their name, but they're very famous. So whoever you are, thank you. Um, <laughs> so uh, given everything else is equal, people would always buy from people they know, like, and trust. End of story. And I've actually found in some scenarios, people will buy from people they know, like, and trust, even if it's inferior. They're, the service they're buying is inferior at times mm -hmm. because they don't, realistically, people don't know if the product is superior or inferior until they're bought, especially as a coach or as a service provider, they don't yeah. know. Um, and I'm not saying anybody's service is rubbish at all. I'm sure if you're listening to this, your service is amazing. Um, and so um, people will buy from people they know, like, and trust. And then people will refer people to people they know, like, and trust. And for me, I just love people. Yeah. And how do I have the biggest impact on people? The, the biggest asset I've got is, well, you could say my mouth, but um, but it's kind of a combination of um, my heart. Like one of my, I think, the re Chris, I think the reason this works so well for me is because honestly, I spend, and, and this is kind of sidetracking to, to a side story, but I spend so many years of my life and i always had friends and they're mm -hmm. always good people but i could be i remember when i was doing my a levels and i knew so many people in the sixth form area like i knew mm -hmm. half the people in the sixth form but i could be sitting in that room feeling completely non-belonging yeah i know that feeling yep and, and it, it, it was nothing they were doing there's nothing to do they weren't doing anything wrong they weren't not being my friend it was just, I didn't feel, I didn't feel the love in the way that I needed it, right? Yeah. Everyone needs love in different ways, right? And so what I came to realize um, in the last five or six years, I've been on a journey, 33 now, I've been on a journey where I've kind of faced my fears, healed a lot of old wounds and, and become... Um, so and, and become someone, especially in the last four years, become someone who really believes in God. Like I've always believed in God, but mm -hmm. now I take that spiritual side of my journey very, very seriously. And one of my biggest 
goals in life is to make people let show people that they belong. Yep. Like allow them to feel comfortable around you. And sometimes that's instant. A lot of the time it's pretty quick. I'm, I'm reasonably pretty good at it. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, but most of the time it's pretty quick. And, and that I think is my, the secret behind why I find networking referrals so successful because I genuinely, business aside, I want to make friends with people yeah. and I want to refer people to them and I want them to be successful and I don't expect them to refer people back to me. Yeah. I don't expect that. Now, if it, when it happens, like this client I'm about to work with, $2.6 million in one launch, 5,000 buyers in that launch, half a million database, that was a referral because they trusted me because I showed over, I probably met the person who referred me there almost a year ago. Mm -hmm. And it's taken a year to develop that relationship. I didn't expect them uh, to refer me to people, but they, they went, oh, my friend who's a CEO of this company needs help. Let me refer you to her. And we talked. And because I refer, she's like, cool. Later today, we're having the final conversation. Then we'll put the proposal together. And I, I don't see her going to anybody else. Like, Amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I, love the, I love that aspect. And I started the podcast because I didn't feel I was talking enough. And I wanted to get. I, I was feeling a bit lonely, so that's why I started it. And it's great. And the benefits that I'm getting in my own personal confidence for doing this, I'm talking more, I'm meeting great people like you. I'm having exceptional guests on that I, I have to pitch myself about sometimes. <laughs> I'm pitching myself right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I love this. And I've been referring people to different people just because of my kind nature. And I can, I can sense that in you as right now as well and and as soon as we hopped on the call before we press record uh, i felt this really good energy so i'm glad you're on the call with me today and i'm enjoying the conversation <laughs> <laughs> thanks chris <laughs> it's okay so how do you so i i know we talked about audiences but i want to talk more about the headache automations what what makes it you know headache free Good question. So um, it makes it headache. We make it headache free. Um, one of the things about automating your business, uh, we specialize in funnels. We also do some other things, but our main thing is building marketing funnels. The biggest problem people find with technology is they just don't know how to use it. And um, people like Russell Brunson, who owned the software Click Funnels, Russell, mm -hmm. if you ever listened to this, hello. You're an amazing guy, yeah, amazing marketer. <laughs> but the challenge is that that it's sold with the idea that this is going to solve certain problems. Now, I don't think Russell himself ever says that you can solve all your problems using click funnels. Um, but I think lots of people believe that just buying click funnels itself is going to solve a lot of problems. Mm. And the challenge with it is that you go, okay, right, I'm going to build a funnel. And then you look at the technology and you go, what the shizzle? Like how, how does this work? Now, I've, I've for, since a young age, loved technology. Mm -hmm. um, 
I, me and some friends used to play this online role play text, text based role play game where you're a gut little person and you like go into the field and you collect a diamond and you get a sword and a, and a thing and you have battles and you upgrade. And, you know, I think I got quite, I was one of the best players in that game um, when I was like 13, 12, 13, 14 years old. Um, and what happened is 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 that the person in that game actually shut it down. So one of my friends managed to get the source code off there and we started it up again. And I was the head coder. So I learned how to build websites using HTML, JavaScript, PHP, MySQL, etc. Um, from scratch, from from trial and error, basically. Right. And I loved it. And so I've always loved technology. But here's the thing, right? Even me, when the very first time I logged into Infusionsoft, I love Infusionsoft. It's not right for every business, but I do love Infusionsoft. Um, I remember going, well, how how do I broadcast an email out? Like I, I don't like I know how to do it. I know what I'm doing. I just don't know where to click. Yes. Yeah, and some people label that as Infusionsoft, right? Because it, it can be confusing. So what we do is we take that out. We take that out because what we do is 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 we very simply we'll build it for you or build it with you. Mm-hmm. Whichever is the right solution for you is you want a funnel, we'll build it for you. You yeah. want a funnel without putting the effort in, we'll, we'll build it for you. You want to put some of the effort in and make it you write the copy and stuff, we'll build it with you. Mm-hmm. But basically, we'll build it. And then you don't have to think about the automations. You don't have to spend four months trying to figure it out and still not get anywhere. It's done. You know, we've yeah. done, we'll do it. And we're and if uh, and here's the difference. Like, I just want to address this because this is really important. Some people often believe that well, that's a VA. That's a tech VA. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very much. We are not tech VAs. We are experts of what we do. I can solve tech problems much faster. My team can solve tech problems much faster than tech VAs can solve them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very important that you know that because we're experts of what we do. We're not dabblers. We're not like trying to yeah. make it work. We know how to make it work. So that's where Headache Free Automations was born. I was helping people with it. And one day I asked my audience, I said, What's, what, what, how do you feel when you think about automating your business using technology, I said, I get a headache. And a lot of my audience are people who are empaths. I'm an empath. I'm empathic. I, I, I'm intuitive. I, I love to I love to do the feel. I, I feel a lot, very sensitive. Yeah. And I realized that a lot of people like me don't have that technology background of trying stuff out. Mm-hmm. And they their energy just goes, Phoop. the minute yeah. something doesn't work, it's like, Phoop. and it's so hard for them to push through that bit because of their personality. Um, it's not their fault. It's their personality. And so I was like, well, these people have amazing things to offer the world, but a whole ton of them are offering it because they're stuck on the, on the automation. The technology, bit. yeah. So, so I know you have a guide, and I've actually just, um, before this call, made sure that I can get a download of that. And you talk about the, the six automations. Can you, can you go into a few of them and... Um, and what's included in the guide so people can understand and then get it when I upload this onto the website. 
Of course, of course. So I'm going to have to jog my memory. I did write that a little while ago. <laughs> but <laughs> do you want to tell me what's in there? Tell me what's uh, in there. No, it's... <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it's even in the guide. But uh, maybe just like it, no, no, this is cool. It's cool. So there's um, the six automations. Uh, I'm going to give you a generalized version. Six mm. automations was born out on trying to understand um, what businesses need because because we often see marketers who can talk about marketing. They're like, you need to market your business. You need to automate your market. And that's true. You 100% you need to do that. But the thing that most people miss is there's a whole ton of other things that you really can and should and be automating. Because, great, you automate your marketing. What about delivery? What about delivering your product? Do you automate Mm. that? If you're a service provider, you're a consultant or you're a coach, are you automating the delivery? Because that could take a whole turn of time, time right mm-hmm. this is a coach i'm working with right now she has a membership site she has payment systems but when someone buys they have to manually add them to the database manually tag them in the database manually add them to the memberships site and if they then stop paying manually cancel everything mm. and it's like that's a whole ton of work you need a va just to do that especially mm. when they're scaling and so that's one of the things is is the is the delivery the delivery automation like have you automated your delivery and a lot of people make the mistake of leaving that because they just want to sell because people tell them they should be selling but if you automate that then you can spend more of your energy on growing your business yeah. so that's one of them is the is the delivery another one is onboarding so that's kind of part of delivery but onboarding is a big one right so I've got a coach who's a, a financial coach. He helps people with debt and wealth and stuff like that. And one of the things that um, he's going to be doing, he's got a small product, $27, $30. And he's going to put, we're going to put a phone together for him. And um, the bit I've said to him is, look, when someone buys, you don't just want to put them in a sequence to then get them to buy something else. You want to put them in an onboarding sequence. Now, what is an onboarding sequence? It's instructions. Maybe you've got the instructions on your thank you page. Maybe they get them in the first email. Okay. But are you breaking it down in a way that increases your user experience, where they come back, where when something happens in their life, because they've only spent $27 on it, are are you enticing them to come back and continue consuming? Because people will buy more of you if they've already consumed what you've got. And you've given them a, an, a, a satisfactory customer experience. Yes. And, um, and, and, and in this onboarding sequence, um, anybody putting an onboarding sequence together, one thing I'd highly, highly, highly advise, and uh, there's somebody who I learn off, and they, uh, I've learned how to do PR for myself from, there's a lady called Selena Sue. And uh, she's got a program called Impacting Millions, and I'm in the program. And she's awesome. And it wasn't actually through her that I heard this quote, but it's through somebody who worked in her team, who's a mm-hmm. friend of mine. And that person shared something that Selena said. And this massively applies to everything you do with automations as well. And because if you can automate what I'm about to say, then not only are you doing it, but you're doing it in a way where you don't have to put effort into doing it. Right. Mm. The reason that the people who go the extra mile win is because 
it's easy to stand out when you go the extra mile. How many people go that extra? When you travel 50 miles, well, if you travel 100 miles, how it's not that difficult to go, you know what? I've done 100. Let me do one more. Yeah. And then how many people do that one more? Maybe 1%, 2%, 3%. So now it's really easy for you to stand out and be a shining star amongst these people because there is, you've just knocked out 97% of people, yeah. your competition. So you take that concept and then you automate it and you go, well, how do I create an amazing client experience but automate it and go the extra mile? So if you're somebody, for example, if you're a coach, you've got a high ticket offer, someone's spending 10 grand with you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when they're spending that 10 grand, can you automate the process of sending them a hamper box in the post of a load of amazing goodies so they go, wow, this is amazing? Mm. Do you know? Like, can you yep. send that? Like, can you automate the process of uh, sending them a text message when they buy? That's that's a lot simpler. And the answer is yes, you can. You can automate all these things I'm saying. But, but but that text message, right? Because it might it, it it might be that that's another form of communication you can have with them as a bit more personal. Mm. Can you? Um, there's and this is not fully automated, but there's a software called called Bonjoro, and you can connect that up with your email marketing software. And when somebody buys, Bonjoro on your phone goes blah 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 is bought, and you go okay. And what it does is you literally click a button. And you record a personalized message for them. You let go of the button, click send, and Bonjour sends that as a video to them. Very simple, very easy. It's free as well, up to a certain number of uses per month. Um, and that, okay, it's not 100% automated. But yeah. that little thing, I know that one of my mentors did that the very first time I opted in for one of his things. And I ended up buying from him. I'm in one of his mastermind groups now. As a result of that, ages ago, you know, I spent a lot of money with him, and he consequently became a client of mine as well, which is awesome. Yeah, and um, and you're 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 giving that personal touch. It's not always about the sale; it's more about the relationship you're building. and And a lot of the experts have been talking. You got to look after the people, the, the people yeah. at the end of the day, and they bought from you because they trust you. The only the best thing you can do is give back to them by offering them gifts and nurturing that relationship. 100%, 100%. And, you know, in marketing, um, we, we never know how much a lead is worth. We never know where mm. our next best customer is going to come from. No, no two leads are created equal in marketing, right? And so, so you've got to realize that and go, I've got to treat everybody amazingly because even if they never buy from me, and here's the flip side, right? Even if somebody, I know we took, currently we're just talking about onboarding, so that's after someone's bought. But even if in your marketing that you automate, if you make it an amazing experience where people don't feel sold to, because people love buying, mm. right? You go to the shop, I bought new shirts a couple a month ago. I loved it. I like, Not oh, today. Yeah, measure, <laughs> measure me up. And, you know, I was like, I should try this shirt. And, okay, I like that. What about the, the material? And, like, the experience was amazing, right? Or a whole load of new shirts, and um, uh, I love buying. But if I came in and they went into that shop, the reason I always buy my shirts from um, Charles Truitt is because 
they are amazing shares and they have an amazing offer, six-month guarantee on them. But their competition, TM Lewin, are just not as good at the customer service side. Yes. They're just that, not as that's good. It. And you learn, you learn how to treat people when, uh, you, I guess, when you've been treated well. Exactly. So it's that experience. And look, even if I walk into a shop and I don't buy, if you come into my sales fund and you don't buy, you will get massive value from opting in because I send an email regularly, should be every week. I don't always do it every week, but it should be every week because I'm not perfect like anybody out there. Um, but it should be every week. And I just provide value. Mm-hmm. It's just value. Yeah, once a week, you should just send an email that's of value. Because if I when um when I've done sales sequences before, it's about value. You don't want to sell to people. Mm-hmm. You want to cr- increase a desire. Not like buy now or the whole world will explode. No. I want to buy because this person sounds just frigging awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And if you do that and somebody and 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 people don't buy, well, the great thing is you're gonna have somebody who literally raves about you. That's called free marketing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you can't lose. Yeah. So so it starts with building the relationships, networking, um, focusing on the automation. But uh on a lot of the automate how do you keep the costs down? How do you keep the inputs down? Because I know a lot of click funnels can be quite expensive. Other automation, I know you just mentioned some free ones there, but how do you keep the costs low for somebody who wants to invest with you but might not be able to afford the the elaborate sales funnel? Yeah, okay, so that's a good question. Um, I think one thing to be really clear about is there's a difference between cost and investing. Yeah. So you have to be really clear about that first, and, and, and I want to clear that up. So is it a cost to invest in a system? The answer is depends where you're at in business. Mm-hmm. So there's no – I can't give a straight answer to this for everybody, a blanket answer, because there's no blanket answer. Yeah. When you're starting out, yes. Spending $97 a month on click funnels is expensive. When you're a business that makes £2 million from a launch, it's, it's it solves so many problems that it's yeah. worth the $97 a month, right? You could probably pay five times that and it's still worth it. So how do you keep the cost down? The biggest way is you're at the starting end, mm-hmm. keep the cost down, is keep it simple. Don't try and come up with some elaborate automation where you have lots of different things going on, not blah, you know, don't make it complicated. Keep it really simple. Have a get to know you indoctrination, no like and trust sequence. Mm-hmm. Right? Keep it simple. Have five, seven emails in there. Automate that. I love to use for, especially, I use it as well, especially for people starting out. We mentioned it in the book is active campaign. Um, I love Active Campaign. Um, it does so many things, and it's nine dollars a month. Um, you can use Mailchimp. Not a big fan of it. It's, when you start to scale, it becomes a problem. Can't mm-hmm. tell you how many coaches have moved off Mailchimp onto Active Campaign. But Active Campaign is nine dollars a month for the basic package. So I'm going to be really blunt here. If you can't afford nine dollars a month, don't, seriously, don't go into business. Like, just yeah. go and get a job. 
go and build up some funds, do it on the side. Like, don't pressurize yourself. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so, but keep it simple. Um, if you can't afford click funnels, there are alternatives out there that are a lot cheaper. Um, but keep it simple. Just keep it simple. Um, if you have to start with using PayPal buttons and PayPal.me, just, just do that. Just do it manually. Automations are not really for people start at the very start of their journey. Mm -hmm. There comes a point. It's usually at the point where you start doing 50 to 100K a year. That's when you start really seriously thinking about automations. And then when you start to get a couple of hundred K a year plus, automations are essential. Yeah. And if anybody says to you, because I this is one of my pet peeves, the Instagram influencer goes, he goes, you don't need no automations, just use a PayPal link. I'm like, yes, that's true when you're starting out. Mm -hmm. You can do that. But at some point, you do need to put it in. So if you are starting out, just keep it simple. Don't make it complicated. If you need to use a PayPal button, use a PayPal button. It's fine. Get to a certain stage. Get enough income to afford to pay someone to do it for you and then do it. But yeah. also realize um, that and the, 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 I, I dislike this. I, I dislike I, I like to sell with integrity, right? Mm -hmm. I will never promise somebody that I've especially if they've written a copy, we're never going to promise that you're going to make a certain amount of money out of it because I don't know that. I don't mm -hmm. know your audience. I don't know your, like, don't get me wrong. I want to help you make money. I'm going to help yeah. you automate your business. I'm going to help you put a funnel in place. I'm going to help you in membership site, et cetera. But get to a stage where you have relative certainty of your income before you make it more complicated, before yeah. you introduce the complicated funnels. Because otherwise... What you do, and I've done this before, you go, oh, I've got my last three grand in the bank. I'm going to jump into this and it's going to solve all my problems. But it doesn't. And, and, and this is a common problem in the online industry because if you went to a bricks and mortar business, the local car garage, and they invested 10 grand into something, they would expect to see a return within three to five years. Yep. That's how normal bricks and mortar businesses think. But so, for some reason, this online world, experts go, well, I, I'm going to spend 10 grand and get 50 grand back within three days. You know, it's, it's like, well, you, some people do achieve that. Yeah, but, but be, but but be more realistic. Yeah, be realistic, be realistic. Until you've got certainty, you can do that. Be realistic. So, yeah, it's uh, I, I would say if you're starting out, keep it simple. Use the lower cost software. You know, if you've got to use MailChimp, use MailChimp, it's fine. I won't have anything against you if you do that. <laughs> but there's alternatives at different levels at where you are. So it's good that you're giving advice on, okay, if you want to scale, then probably active campaign. But if you're starting out, MailChimp is totally fine. Go with what you can yeah. afford. Be realistic. You give some really great tips there. What lesson do you want people to leave with today? Oh. That's a good question. Um, you didn't prepare me for this one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the podcast evolves. The... <laughs> <laughs> um, what lesson do I want people to leave with today? I would say the biggest lesson to leave with is see, see an automation 
as a long-term investment. Yep. So you build a funnel, build it so that you can use it for the next five or 10 years. You build a, 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 a membership site, build it, and intend to use it for the next five or 10 years. Now, will that actually occur? In reality, what might happen is you might become super successful and decide, you know what? I want to revamp this whole website, this membership site, this automation, this funnel. And that's fine because you have the money in the bank to do it if you're super successful. Mm -hmm. but, if, but, but the key is if you build it with the idea that I'm going to use it for a long period of time, then what will happen is you will invest wisely into it. And you yeah. won't invest into it thinking it's the golden elixir to solve all my problems because the biggest problem people have is they don't know how to build an audience and drive traffic. So great, you got the conversion tool. But if you don't know how to get people there, uh, and this is one, I, I'll share this really quickly because I know we're kind of nearly on time. Um, but one of the emails I'm sending out this week to my list, and I might even put this in an automated sequence for people to opt into and stuff. But okay. one of the biggest challenges I find is people get the, start to get the focus so they know who they're serving, how they're serving, the biggest problem they solve in their funnel. They sort their funnel out, and there's a number of steps I talk about in that. But then they want to create freedom. They want to create um, – the, the, the final step is what I call footfall. So I use the word footfall, not football, by the way, footfall, um, because if you're in a bricks-and-mortar business, this is very important. It's the nut, if you own a sandwich shop – I used to work at Subway. If you own a sandwich shop, nearly owned one somewhere, actually uh, – kind of glad didn't but um uh if you're in a sandwich shop in central town what's football it's the number of people who are walking past mm. your shop every day and if you actually counted how many people walk past and how many people walk in and out of the people who walk in how many people buy that percentage is quite small yeah uh, and on especially online, on the high street and in the online industry, we get disillusioned because 50 people have hit my sales page, but nobody's bought. Well, if 50 people walked past the shop and didn't walk in, you wouldn't get disillusioned because it's normal. But in this online world, we think that 50 people, therefore someone should have bought. Aim for the aim to get more people there or the right people there, because <laughs> I'm more about the right people than the volume. Yeah. And if you get the right people there, they're going to walk in and they're going to buy. And so... I don't know, just felt like that was a, I know you said one. That's an important, yeah, that, that, that's an important bit to say. And it goes back to our, the, the right at the start when we talked about just having a small network of people um, and focus on quality over quantity. So that hit there. That's great. So I, I want to give you, I want to say thank you again um, for joining me. It's been an amazing conversation. And I know we probably could have talked for longer and longer and longer, but I'm aware <laughs> my battery might die. So, <laughs> so I want to give you um, five minutes or as long as you need to tell people how they can get in contact with you, um, what you're going to offer my listeners today. And yeah, space is yours. Cool. So, um, how can people get in contact with me? You can go to my website, headachefreeautomations.com. Really simple. Go there and you can download my free lead magnet. Just about to launch the site, which will have more stuff on it than just the lead magnet. But you can download my lead magnet, six automations you need to have uh, to grow your business in the next 60 days. So that'll give you a nice insight into 
um, the different automations you can put into your business. Now, we uh, we have an expertise in helping coaches and consultants to build marketing funds. And so if you're somebody who is a coach or a consultant and you want to build a marketing funnel, then the first thing to do is opt in to that lead magnet or when my site launches, which I think by the time this is released, my site will definitely be out because it's going to be a little while until this is released. So that's cool. Um, go to my website. You can literally just book in a call with me. Um, and in that call, we'll just go through what you're looking for, how I can help, um, if I think I can help. If I don't think I can help, then then that's fine. I'll try and pass you to somebody else or give you some help, give you some advice. But really, if you're ready to implement a marketing funnel in your business, then go to my site and book in a call with me. you got to be ready to invest because it's not going to be free. I'm not going to get out of a business like you do. And you shouldn't offer your services for free either. But the call is, of course, free. We just have a conversation, get to know your business, see how I can best help you, see what funnel you might need. And then if uh, if us building a funnel for you is right, we'll let you know how what that looks like. It's different based on what you want to build. Uh, and if it's not, I'll just let you know. Like, I'm not going to start hounding you and following you up every three days and texting you and be like, bye now, bye now. I don't need to do that. I've got enough clients. But yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of the ways to, to get hold of me directly. Now, you can also go onto Facebook as my main platform. Just search for Divian Mystery or Headache Free Automations and you can find me on uh, social media um, and just follow me on there or send me a message on there. I love connecting with people. So if you want to connect with me, connect. And I'm happy to jump on a... If you, if you think there's some value we can exchange, then let's jump on a coffee networking call. When I do 30-minute networking calls and let's jump on, have a conversation and see uh, see if we can help each other out. Because um, business is definitely about collaboration. And so, yeah, got many years experience in building funnels. And the thing is, I want to take that headache away from you. I want you to be able to focus on the thing that you are most passionate about, the thing that you are an expert at, the thing that you should, the way in which you should and need to be serving the world where, and let my team do all the rest for you. So you literally can just focus on that, you know? Amazing. So, yep. yeah, get in touch. Yeah, you, you, you nailed that. <laughs> hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'm sure you have a lot more questions for Divian, and I want to give you this opportunity to ask him yourself inside our free community on Facebook, Networking for Entrepreneurs and Experts. I'll put the link in the bio so you can get in touch, and we welcome you into the group. For now, enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you next week.